from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, from the May round of council committees, the interim review of Ipswich City Council by Queensland Audit Office highlights two new significant deficiencies. Council says it can do better at keeping customers informed. Nearly a decade in the making, the first sod finally turned on the new Lions Stadium in Springfield Central. And Ipswich musician Damien Johnson scores a social media hit and support from the transgender community across Australia. It's Tuesday, May 18, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Ipswich City Council received its interim report card from the Queensland Audit Office in April, and it wasn't all good. The report focused on revenue, expenditure and IT systems. The most serious red flags for Council included systems not configured to prevent simple passwords and limited password attempts. The Audit Office report notes there is a risk of unauthorised access to sensitive information and financial transactions being compromised through direct changes being made. Further significant deficiencies were flagged with Council's payroll systems. The payroll system is not configured to prevent users from adopting commonly used words as passwords. Attackers may exploit weak passwords and exploit accounts such as those staff no longer working at Council. Thirdly, Council needs to segregate staff who work on human resources and payroll. Acting Head of Corporate Services Jeff Keach told the Governance and Transparency Committee this month some changes have already been made with other Queensland Audit Office recommendations still to be implemented. Well, you notice most of the issues arising were ones through what we refer to the IS audit, yep. Sun Information Systems Audit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the key ones with the Auditor General's pulling forward, there's a couple of new significant deficiencies which mm-hmm. we are actioning. Um, okay. They are underway in that space, so I'm comfortable that they're being actioned in accordance with the appropriate timeframes. Um, so they're in flight. And in fact, the second item in there, we've addressed five of the six recommendations and the last one of those is due to be finished in May. Okay. Um, and of the three deficiencies, there uh, two of them have, have been completed already okay. and the third one is, is due by the end of June. A notice of motion about customer service moved back in March highlighted the lack of feedback from council to residents who lodge requests for services. A report to this month's Community, Culture, Arts and Sports Committee admits that Council can do better by keeping customers informed about the progress of their requests. The report states a customer service experience strategy is in development with the aim of improving the experience of customers. This is expected to be completed by June this year. Council's Head of Libraries and Customer Service, Sam Chandler, outlined the future path for customer service improvements. Part of the longer term plan with the strategy, once it's developed, is then to develop customer service standards, a customer service charter, um, and that all then um, forms part of what the expectations are or or customer expectations in the future. 
Um, we do know part of the chal challenge that we have is channels. So depending on which channel the customer comes through, they get a different experience. Mm -hmm. So it isn't consistent. Um, and so one of the solutions is a system. So that is part of, you know, potentially a solution. What we need to understand um, and will form part of the implementation plan after we have the strategy is what are the priorities. Uh, and it's really important that we understand those priorities and we work through those um, and actually address the issues that are causing the most pain for customers in the right order. So, um, and, that, and that is definitely part of the implementation plan. We need to have um, reporting transparency. We need to understand what our customers are telling us. And right now, we just don't have that level of data to be able to really um, dig in and say this is these are the priorities so that that will all form part of the strategy will form part of the roadmap um, and then the community consultation and the implementation plan will help us to understand what those priorities are potentially one one way or one um, process uh, regardless of channel is is one of the solutions Mayor Teresa Harding gave committee a potted recent history. Certainly when we, we, we came in, the eight councils had two, I guess, electoral office staff to assist them. And then that obviously went back to, you know, that, that took nine weeks for that to be fully staffed. Um, COVID was there, a new customer service policy where every customer service request must go through the service centre before coming to, to us, um, you know, for efficiencies and, and, and things like that. And I guess I just want to be really uh, cognizant that we are on a journey to improve customer service. We're also trying to do it so it's, you know, it's, it's quicker for residents, it's a better experience for residents. I know myself, um, last year I think my bin wasn't picked up when I got home at seven o'clock at night. I literally stood on the curb, did use my Ipswich, put in missed bin, and when I left the next morning the bin had already been picked up. So, you know, if I had to wait for a call centre or my council or office, it, it would have taken much longer. So I think there's a lot of efficiencies and it's a we're wanting to make things, I think, more cost effective as well as improve things for, for the people of Ipswich. So I think it's really important for us to know that we're actually on a journey and we're taking considered approaches in, in this. Um, it does mean things are different to what used to be here, but it does mean that there's been cost savings and we can spend more money on, on other things like on, on roads and, and community development, things like that. This particular notice of motion only asked for the My Ipswich, which is the online ones to be looked at, which is only seven, sorry, twelve percent of of the call of the request. So I do note that. I want to thank the organisation for being really open and honest when it looked at the key issues that were identified. Um, and you know, it's, it can be hard when you, you know, looking honestly at your organisation. I want to thank the council for saying that. Some of the key issues are council does not have a standard approach to communicating, engaging with customers in relation to the requests. The council does not have a coordinated, integrated framework for gathering and leveraging customer feedback or correlation between services and experiences. But also we don't have a single system for end-to-end -end management of customer requests and that's not been adopted council-wide. So I want to thank the organisation for, for being honest. That can be quite difficult. And I thank you for your, your courage and knowing that we'll, we'll work with you side by side to, as we try to improve things for, for residents. And thank you for the work underway with uh, the Infrastructure Environment Division Process Review, um, also reviewing the automated acknowledgement and closure correspondence, but also how we deal with the other requests, as, as the Deputy Mayor mentioned as well. Um, I think it's really important for us to have a considered approach um, to make sure that we do include everyone as part of this customer experience strategy. I've certainly feel in my survey um, and had my interview for that. 
and I'm hoping all the councils are part of that. And I hope that that draft strategy does come to us councils for some review before it does go out to the public as well, because obviously we get a lot of feedback from the public. So we'd love to plug that in. Really excited about seeing what the customer service standards are and getting feedback on, on the, from the community on that. And uh, yeah, really look forward to this this work. I'm sure Council Ireland will have more to say to this when this comes to the ordinary council, but thank you very much for this report. Providing good customer service is certainly not rocket science and Council has had more than 160 years to get it right. It appears not everything could be considered as a step forward or a good decision when Council was under administration. Other issues, like keeping on top of mowing parks and reserves throughout summer, had also fallen below community expectations. And now, how to give good customer service is being revisited because the community and councillors are not happy. In other news, a sod turning to mark the official start of the new Lions Stadium at Springfield Central was held on May 17. Talked about for nearly 10 years and first announced in 2013 and again in 2017, now all the ducks are finally lined up to allow a start on what will be a five-star addition to Ipswich's sporting facilities. The $70 million arena will become the home of the Brisbane Lions and headquarters for the Lions AFLW team. The complex will also house important community facilities. The project is a joint initiative of the Lions, Australian Football League, Springfield City Group, formerly known as Springfield Land Corporation, Ipswich City Council and the state and federal governments. The arena is expected to be ready to host AFLW Premiership matches, AFL season preliminaries and training and the North East AFL competition from the second half of 2022. The $2 million upgrade of South Station Road Silkstone has been completed ahead of schedule. This is good news for users of this busy road. The road surface between Rodney and Ald Streets is now much smoother after being replaced. There are more traffic disruptions planned nearby, with work continuing until the end of the month, with night works north of Robertson Road Roundabout, followed by further work south of the roundabout beginning late June. An Ipswich musician has produced a powerful cover that explores the dating scene in the local community. Damien Johnson's version of Your Woman by Whitetown creates a fusion of electronica, indie rock with elements of hip-hop, while remaining true to the flow of the original song. Damien's music video went viral on social media, with about 127,000 views after its release in March, and has gained support from the trans and gender diverse community right around Australia for its strong messages. The video was made with support from the Regional Arts Development Fund, which is a program funded by the Queensland Government and Ipswich City Council. You'll find a link to the locally shot and produced video in the show notes. Look for other handy links in the show notes, including Council's current future and works projects across the city and suburbs. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. 
Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the donate button at the bottom of the page. You can follow this podcast on your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.